Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. Stay afraid, but do it anyway. What's important is the action. You don't have to wait to be confident. Just do it and eventually the confidence will follow. And that's by Carrie Fisher, also known as Princess Leia. This episode of The Profitable Photographer is brought to you by Lucy Dumas Coaching. Lucy Dumas, the photographer coach who cares and wants to help your business thrive and grow and become way more profitable. <laughs> so I just, that just jumped into my head. So thanks again for joining me. And yes, I would absolutely love to help you grow. So I have four strategy sessions available for November. They're create the business of your dreams sessions, absolutely free. So if you send an email to Lucy with an I at lucydumas.com or go to lucydumascoaching.com and you'll see uh, my contact tab there. I'd love to find out uh, more about what you're up to and what your hopes and dreams are. So today's a solo episode, and it came to me as an idea after I participated in a lengthy Facebook uh, conversation that started with a woman who spent 20 minutes on a phone call trying to convince somebody who was berating her for her prices, that she was worth it, that they could afford it, and why she needed to charge what she charged. She got a lot of help and a lot of tips on strategy of how soon to hang up, um, you know, saying thank you, obviously, right now this isn't a fit for you. But I recognize something um, that it felt to me like she was trying to get them to A, understand and B, approve of her. And I have to say, been there, done that. And over the course of my 38-year career, I've learned how to set better boundaries with all kinds of situations and respectfully how and when to stop trying to get water from a stone. I gently suggested to her in a you know part of this conversation that the beautiful thing about this conversation is she has a chance to grow and learn um, how to possibly set boundaries. I made a suggestion that maybe there was some people-pleasing involved and I openly admitted my own challenges in the past with kind of being a doormat. And she was like, oh my gosh, yes, absolutely, that's me. And that got me thinking more about how wonderful self-employment, especially as an artist, can grow us in ways that not only benefit us in our businesses, but in life. Because I wasn't just a doormat in my photography business and took every rejection or no, or, um, you know, somebody not liking a photograph or, or not ordering what they should taking that personally. Um, let's see, that was kind of tangled up, but, but what I'm saying is I learned that for the business, but I also then became, then began to develop a spine <laughs> and there's many people that have known me now for quite a long time that would be surprised to learn that I was a, you know, people pleaser. Um, because now I do, I love to please people. Absolutely. But I also need to, um, 
take care of my needs and protect my time and energy so that the people that value uh, what I offer, both photography and coaching as a friend, um, you know, as a, as an auntie to my nieces and nephews, you know, my family, you know, that I have more to give in the right direction. Um, and that's how I absolutely love about the journey, self-employed and especially as an artist. One of the big growth opportunities, I just put some air quotes around that, as artists is that we're creating something that that comes from our heart and our soul. And so it's, it's risky and exciting to present it to people and hope they love it and hope they buy it. And, um, you know, I know that even if I was selling, I don't know, lamps, I could still get, um, get my self-esteem tangled up with whether people buy it or not, but it's especially challenging as artists. Uh, and we especially then have opportunities to grow because it's, it's a personal product for a lot of us. One of the things I love about the growth in our businesses is it helps us become the best versions of ourselves and bring to the planet what we're here to do. It helps us have happier lives. It's really stressful to, um, always be trying to get approval from everybody uh, and having that, you know, I'm just claiming some of my own journey. So if you don't relate to this, then totally cool. But to always be looking around for for that approval, it, it's stressful and it's um, it creates a lot of anxiety and, and not what I hope would happen. Um, it also helps our health. It helps our spiritual life. Um, so many ways that this journey can um, um, give life more meaning and ease. So here's my true confessions. There's basically four issues that I have worked on in my journey in life that it could come under the category of mindset. I think the word mindset is a terminology that's kind of a gentle way to say something, I don't know, bigger and more, um, I don't know, intrinsic in our nature. Does that make any sense to you? Sometimes things I'm learning from both coaching and the podcast of how an idea will sit in my head and try to get it through the funnel of words <laughs> is it's an interesting journey. Anyway, so I hope those words made some sense. Is that it's mindset, but but it's deeper than than in our minds. Um, so four areas that I think I've really grown in my business, and also areas where I took the time made the effort to grow personally so that my business benefits are the following. Um, fear. Fear is a biggie for me. And I know it's a biggie for a lot of people. My coaching clients frequently um, say that one of the things that holds them back is, is fear. Uh, setting boundaries. That's something I wasn't very good at. And over time, I've gotten better and better. And everybody's happier when um, boundaries are clear. There's a term I love. Uh, we teach people how to treat us. And once I understood that, that if people are, are not respecting my time or they're not investing as much as they should or taking advantage of me or whatever, it's because I've allowed it and I've taught them that they can do that. Um, number three is perfectionism. I'm, and I'll talk more about that, but it may seem like, oh, trying to be perfect is, you know, a great way to be good in business, but there's a level where it actually interferes 
with our um, success and just a general feeling of of joy. So I used to be a big fat people pleaser. And certainly I want to please people. That is my heart and soul. But the category people pleasing at my own expense and the expense of others is something that I had to do a lot of work on. Um, and it would show up in my business and then I'd work on that and then things would be better in, you know, my home life, my relationships and so forth. All right. I just spilled my whole guts. Now, you know, (laughs) now, you know, all of my own mindset challenges. So I just wanted to share some of the ways that I have made changes over the year. So I want to share with you some of the ways that I have made a lot of changes. And, you know, there's always more. And that's what I love about being alive, being a human. (laughs) Um, But one of the number one uh, ways is journaling. I have, I don't know, dozens and dozens and dozens of beautiful books that I've filled with my thoughts, my complaints, uh, my insights, um, you know, things that bring me joy, uh, struggles, all of that. There's something about getting it out on paper that is enlightening. It is cleansing. It is um, even inspiring. Sometimes I've written things and I'm like, whoa, where did that come from? Because it felt like it, it came from some, it felt like it came from some place that wasn't just me in my own head. So I'm going to share more about uh, my favorite books in a bit. But um, when I talk about journaling, I was doing this before, but the book, The Artist's Way is something I really recommend. And It's 12 um, exercises that she suggests doing over 12 weeks. And the first is creating a habit of what she calls the morning pages, where you sit down and you just write and write and write and write anything, everything, nothing, but you, you don't stop until you've filled those pages. And it's very cleansing and cathartic, as I've said, and it's helped a lot of people. So journaling. Number two Um, I have had coaching and I've had therapy and I've been in therapy groups. And primarily, if I think about it, other than the coaching that was about business, um, the part that was life coaching that I've had uh, seemed to circle around the fear, the boundaries, the people pleasing and the perfectionism. in general. So getting help from others, people that are great listeners and people that have have the tools and the skill to help take what's beautiful about every challenging situation and help us grow through that. Uh, one of my first therapists back when I was going through a divorce and uh, just wanting to sort it out and be able to have healthy relationships. Um, and I was complaining about how I kept doing the same thing over and over again. And she called it favorite miserable feelings. And that has really stuck with me whenever I've almost even been enjoying my own misery. I realized that there is a pull to the the negative that is kind of comfortable in a, in a, not a good way. So I don't know if you can relate to that at all, but I love to have favorite wonderful feelings now as well. So um, yeah. So getting help with coaches or psychologists or, you know, anybody, uh, mentors, if someone's in a 12-step program, having a sponsor, um, other people can help us with those mindsets, those life challenges. And um, what's so fun 
when we're having them in our business is, is the lines are kind of clearer about, you know, I did this and then they did that. And then, you know, I'm afraid of this. Uh, so hope that one makes sense. Um, so I mentioned personal growth groups. I've been involved in programs, um, you know, workshops, spiritual growth, personal growth, lectures, um, small groups, things where getting that perspective from others and uh, listening to lectures from people who have worked through some of these issues has made a huge difference. And sometimes they are business related and sometimes, you know, they're, they have a different twist to it. So one of the areas that I already mentioned that I have worked on a lot is perfectionism and understanding how that is an absolute losing game because there's no such thing. And what I've learned is that it is okay to strive for excellence. So that was a big shift when I had that aha. So anywho, I'm just laying it all out here. All right. So the main thing I wanted to share was the books that have changed my life and help me, you know, with all of these areas and more, um, but specifically things that have benefited my business that are personal growth related. So number one is the way that I study books. I do like books on tape. At the same time, I like to sit with the book and I read for about 15 minutes every morning and I underline what kind of jumps out at me. And then the next morning, I reread those underlines before I read another, I don't know, 10 pages or so. And that way, I'm really absorbing the, the information and the insights. So here's a couple of favorite ones. And with some of them, just the titles can be life changing, just having it on my shelf and seeing it over and over again. Um, one of the ones that is so um, useful is a book called The Four Agreements. And that's by Don Miguel Ruiz. And it's a very simple book. It is um, Toltec wisdom. And the four agreements are as follows. So agreement number one, be impeccable with your word. Speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Don't speak against yourself. Don't gossip. And use the power of your word and the direction of truth and love. Number two, and this is really big in business to me. Don't take anything personally. So nothing others do is because of what you or others say or do. It's a projection of their own reality. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. Now, that doesn't mean we don't care about what others feel and think, but creating a certain kind of meaning, but, but taking what people say and do personally, assigning meaning to it in ways that may have nothing to do with us, things we'll never know why they said or did that, um, is a kind of freedom. Um, number three, don't make assumptions. And sometimes that that goes in with the taking it personally, but don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and express what you want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. And this can completely transform your life. And um, so, for example, if somebody gives you an expression and you make the assumption that it's because they don't like what you just said, um, and you just assume that, um, 
you might be completely wrong because they might have just had a little, I don't know, a little burp that they <laughs> they covered up or something. So um, yeah. And then number four is always do your best. And your best is going to change from moment to moment. It's different when you're healthy or sick or under stressful circumstances. But if you do the best you can at any given time, you avoid self-judgment and regret. And that is a biggie. I don't know about you, but um, having regrets rather than always knowing I'm showing up doing the best I can at the time, you know, is a very, uh, very gentle way to live life. So I love that book, The Four Agreements. And I had a little um, sheet of paper that I had on my fridge for years with just those four things. And it always seemed like if I ever had a disagreement with a client or friend or a neighbor or just, you know, my own head, I guess, <laughs> um, I could look and say, now, I which one of those have I um, done here? And yeah, so let's see. Book number two. It's a wonderful book called Fear. There's a wonderful book that changed everything for me called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. It's by Susan Jeffers. And the mantra that I created from reading that book is whatever happens, I'll handle it. So um, it it digs into, you know, the, the psychology of fear, the emotional parts in our body, how it holds us back and so forth. Um, and I'm not going to like go into deep conversation about fear because actually that is huge and could be a whole um, podcast or obviously it was a book, um, but going ahead and living our lives, even though things scare us is a way to grow. And, um, you know, if someone was afraid as a baby to take a first step because they might fall, they'd never learn to walk. So um, highly recommend that book. And I don't know if I even ever read the whole, the whole book, but Terry Cole Whitaker wrote a book called What You Think of Me is None of My Business. And I know that can seem uh, contrary to social norms and caring about people, but just that title of, of detaching from other people's judgments and opinions of me um, really helps me sometimes to um, kind of get the ground under my own feet and not be worrying if there are people who are going to um, think less of me or even think highly of me. Like one of the one of the things that we can buy into is not just criticism, but getting praise and and kind of getting addicted to that. So staying in our own skin and certainly, you know, being open to other people sharing, uh, you know, how we could do things better or ways that we've hurt their feelings, all of that. You know, that's a whole different category. But um, running our businesses in a way where we're trying to manage people's opinions of us is exhausting. So number four, <laughs> just the title is awesome. Uh, you are a badass by Jan Sincero. And um, she has a recording that is awesome of the book. And then reading the book is a different experience. And uh, to me pulled out some different things. So I highly recommend both of those. And then this is a little like more on the um, life habit side, but um, time management seems to be uh, a big topic always in my coaching. So David Allen has a program called Getting Things Done and a book 
and tapes and all kinds of things. And for me, his approach uh, to the way of thinking about things and how to, you know, structure our lives and our days, it really helped me with the anxiety around time. And so anyway, those are, those are a lot of the things I can squeeze out of my brain <laughs> to share with you about how our businesses can help us grow personally and how our personal growth can help our businesses. Hope you've gotten some value from this as the recovering people pleaser and perfectionist. <laughs> I'm going to try uh, my darnest not to re-listen to this and think, oh, I wish I just said that differently. Uh, you might have heard me say this at least once or twice that I love now to be perfectly imperfect. So, um, you know, I feel a little bit vulnerable that I shared some of my inner journeys with you. And at the same time, that's how I've grown when people have shared with me. So um, I'm just sending you a bunch of love, a bunch of, I don't know, angels that help your success grow and grow anything I can do. <laughs> okay. Now I'm getting weird. <laughs> but anyway, um, and please get in touch. And I am still looking for people that would like to be coached and have the coaching session be on the show because it can really benefit others. Uh, whatever it is that you are working on, how to get clients, how to um, handle certain objections. Uh, you know, there's a thousand, a thousand points of light, a thousand parts of business that uh, if we can get in a, a conversation um, and I can help you with an area, you can also help other people. And, um, and please share this podcast with your friends, your photographers and so forth, so that we can keep impacting people's lives and have a many more profitable photographers out in the world. Bye for now. You have been listening to The Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one -on -one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.